For over 25 years, I tried countless diets with the goal of just getting to a normal weight and holding it, but I always fell short. That is until 2009 when I unlocked the key to shifting my metabolism and my mindset so I could drop 80 pounds, reach a normal weight, and hold it, eating two to 3,000 calories a day. So, my beautiful butterflies, I think you know the time and place. The time is now. The place is here. The wait is over. Ladies and gentlemen, take your hands off that bagel and put them together for Dr. Kathleen Nash. What is up, my butterflies? It is your girl, Dr. Kathleen Nash, and I have a very special episode of the Wait is Over podcast today because I am going to be sharing with you part of a client coaching call with one of my private butterflies who lost 14 pounds in just four weeks, and then she held that weight loss eating over 2,000 calories a day. Now, if you're one of my private clients, that not that's not news to you. You guys all notice that that happens. But the part I'm going to be sharing with you is when I discuss why my metabolic weight loss programs are split into two phases, with the first phase, the weight loss phase, being only 30 days maximum. And I explain it with an example of one of my favorite mentors, retired U.S. Navy SEAL, David Goggins. So let's get into it. So the first thing that I want you to say, Judy, is how much did you lose in the 30 days? 14 pounds. About 14 pounds in 30 days. Then we turned around in the second phase of that program, the retrain phase, right? Yes. And how high were you able to get the calories while staying in that appropriate range? Well into 2000. Well into 2000. Okay. Yeah. So one of the things that I want you to see is if we can get the body to create an accelerated weight loss. So for a woman, 14 pounds in 30 days, that's almost a half a pound a day. That's accelerated right? Because normally yes. if you do any other kind of program, people lose one or two pounds a week. You lost, right. you lost 14. Oh yeah. Right? I was and so you, right. And then you <laughs> the big argument after that is, well, yeah, but it's probably mostly water and I'm going to gain it back all, oh, but not only did you not gain it back, right. you didn't gain it back going back to 2000 calories a day. Yeah. Right. Yes. So the thing that I want to ask you is if the body was able to show you that it could do that in such a short amount of time. Yes. Was it calories that was causing the weight problem? No, no, no. Like you told me. Yeah. Right. So I need the body to prove that to you because when you guys first start working with me, you're kind of taking that on a leap of faith. You know what I mean? There's so much information that I give you in the beginning about why the body's struggling, why it can't lose weight, why it can't hold it. Like you're just flooded with all this information. So you're just kind of like, I don't remember everything that she said. I just remember that it sounds good. And I've heard some of it before in other places. So I'm just going to go. Right. So it's True. a big leap of faith. And I know that. And that's why that first retrain phase has to be supervised by me to make sure you do it properly so that you can see okay. that you've been given kind of some misleading information, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. About what yes. drives weight gain, what drives extra body fat. what the body's capable of and what it's not capable of, right? People tell them all the time, you can't lose more than one or two pounds a week or it's not body fat or your body's not going to hold it or that's not true. Right. Right. If you do it properly, not only will your body do that for you, but then it'll turn right around and hold it. And it's all about the type of food you're eating way more than how many calories you're eating. Uh, Does that uh, make sense? 
Okay. That sure does. Yes. So starving the body, especially for long periods of time, 60, 90 days, putting it in these drastic calorie deficits is usually not going to get you where you want to go. Okay. Right. And you've probably experienced that before when you've decided, you know, I'm going to, I don't care. I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm sick of this. And you put this body through these like really low calorie diets and it works for a little while, like a week, week and a half. And then it starts. Right. Right? Absolutely. Right. The first thing that I want you to understand about reduce phase, the first 30 days of the program. Okay. Is that you only want to be in reduce phase for a maximum of 30 days. So you can pull out of it any time before 30 days. You could do it for seven days, you could do it for five days, you could do it for 10 days, you could do it for 14, whatever, but you don't wanna take it past 30 days. Okay, Okay? I understand. Now, the reason we don't want to do that is because after about the 30 day mark, the body has adapted its biochemistry and its physiology to that calorie deficit. So it just becomes increasingly harder to get That's the body right. what it is okay. that you want. And you might've noticed that like in week four of reduce, you might've noticed, wow, this isn't moving nearly as fast as it was in like, say week one. True. Right? Okay. Because right. the, body adapts. the body's very, very smart. It's designed for two and a half million years on how to survive in the harshest conditions on the planet. So hmm. you putting it through a 30 day diet is nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the genetic and the evolutionary code that's in yeah. the body. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That like bounces <laughs> right off it, right? Yeah, yeah. So can go longer than 30 days. The problem is most Americans and most people in general, in general, are not willing to put out the effort it would take to keep that body moving forward. Okay, okay. okay. I will give you an example. One of my heroes or my boyfriends that I call them, role models, mentors, people I love, I always call them boyfriends. Um, is David Goggins. Do you remember me sending you information about David Goggins? I do remember David. David, right? I love (laughs) Goggins. Okay. So David Goggins' story is really inspiring when you listen to it on a surface level, right? He had a lot of hardship growing up. He was dyslexic. He was abused. He didn't learn well. He had learning disabilities, right? He was beaten as a child. I mean, he had a horrible backstory, right? Mm-hmm. And in his early 20s, he decides that he's going to go in the military. He starts with the Air Force. That quickly doesn't work. So he kind of falls out of that. And he goes into this job being an exterminator. And he doesn't like it. It's just that that's what he's doing. Right. And he comes into some really bad eating habits and what have you. And it's just kind of a ho-hum crappy life, like a mm-hmm. life that you tolerate versus a life that you're thriving. Until one night when he comes home after one of his nights having to do like exterminations for restaurants. And he sees this Discovery Channel documentary about Navy SEALs, right? Mm. And from watching that one documentary, he has this sudden realization that this is not the life he wants to live. He is not the man he wants to be. And on a dime, he wants to turn it around, right? And he does. So he turns it around by losing something like 101 pounds in 85 days. time, right? He turns around. We hear that story on a superficial level, on a motivational level. It sounds Mm -hmm. amazing. And then part of us wants to know whatever that man did to lose 101 pounds in 85 days. I want to do what that man did (laughs) until you know what he did. Okay. Oh, he was amazing. He was amazing. But what did he do to become amazing? Because he'll be the first one to tell you that he's not amazing. 
right? self-talk. I mean, he, he had that power that he, he was, but you know. he also backed it up with some really grueling work. So this time, oh, that's true. Like, can you lose weight past 30 days? Right. So most people are like, well, other programs let me go longer than 30 days. Why don't you? And I use David Goggins story as a reference. Okay. Okay. So Goggins only had about three months. The Navy recruiter said you could get into this slot in the Navy so that you could potentially apply to be a Navy SEAL and be accepted. But in order for all of that to happen, your height weight needs to be better. You need to lose about a hundred pounds in less than three months. And he was the only recruiter that even gave him a shot. Like most of them laughed him right out of the recruiting office, but this one guy gave him a shot. Okay. And now let's go through a list of what Goggins did to make that pipe dream a reality. Number one, okay. first thing he did, he quit his job. Now, did he have any money or any savings? No. <laughs> Didn't matter to Goggins. He quit his job. So most people right there are like, are you willing to quit your job and cut off your livelihood on the mm -hmm. chance that you're going to become this military special ops person? Wow. No. Would you do it? Would you quit your job if I no. told you you might? <laughs> you might not. Oh, might. No, no. no. But, right. So that's job. First thing he did, quit his job. Okay. Wow. So write it down. Quit his job. Look at the price the man yeah. paid for a pound a day. Okay. Quit his job. Every morning, every morning, seven days a week, David Goggins woke up at 4.30 in the morning. Do you do that? No. No. Okay. I mean, if I do, it's not, it's for By coffee. Accident and I'm mad. Yeah, there you go. go. Back to sleep. Right. Okay. So woke up at 4.30 in the morning. Okay. Every single morning. Okay. He started off the morning with a banana. That's it. That was breakfast. Banana. Okay. And okay. then after the banana proceeded to either run, ride a bike, or do open water swimming, because these were the things that the Navy SEALs told him they were going to make him do during SEAL training. Oh. He had to be able to swim in open water. He had to be able to run about six miles a day, right? He knew he was going to have to lift heavy things. So he would run, cycle. he had to cycle in the beginning because he was just too damn fat and heavy for him to be able to run. So the best he could do is cycle until he got strong enough that he could run, oh, wow. right? And in the beginning, he could only run about three quarters of a mile before he was like panting and dying and out of breath and wanting to give up and all, right? Yeah. So he would do upwards of like six to eight hours of physical training every single day, whether it was running, cycling, uh, open water swimming, which he hated. He hated all of that, by the way. And he still <laughs> hates it. To this day, he hates it. Okay? He does it. And then he would do these crazy weight routines where he would do like five sets where he would do, he would lift something a hundred times. So he'd make sure it was a weight that he could lift a hundred times, but he would do like five sets of it. And then when he wasn't training, he was studying for the entrance exam to get into the Navy. Cause you have to take Ooh. like a aptitude test to see if you can even get in the Navy. And then he'd go to bed at night. He'd have a dinner of like grilled chicken breast, steamed broccoli, and like a handful of rice. And then he went to bed at 10 o'clock only to wake up at four 30 and do it all again. <sighs> every day for 85 days. Wow. When he got into the Navy, he admits he was broken. Like his body was physically broken. Mm. But he, mm. that was the price he was willing to pay for the chance to become a better man in his mind. Dang. Right? So the, this is why I'm saying 
it sounds great to continue to lose weight after the 30 day mark mm-hmm. or to be somebody like David Goggins and lose a pound a day. But you've got to understand the price that David Goggins paid to lose a pound a day. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Yes. So this is why we only want to go about 30 days because after that 30 day mark, we're looking at training harder, training longer, waking up earlier, food is even more bland and boring. Like all these things start coming in that most Americans are just not willing to pay that price. Does that make sense? So we hit it hard for 30 days and then we have to come out of it by doing the retrain phase. I see what you're saying. Okay. Because now what we got to do is the body's adapted to those lower calories and the effort we're putting in, we got to give it a break and bring it back to normal where it's used to burning normal amounts of calories and it gets a rest. So we're kind of keeping the body off guard. Oh, okay. That makes sense to me. Right. And we want it to be comfortable at burning normal amounts of food and holding its new lower weight. And then we're going to hit it hard again with another 30 days. Okay. That's why we do the cycle the way we do it. Okay, now did you get the takeaway there from this episode? Am I saying that you have to stop your weight loss journey after 30 days? No. What I am telling you is that in my experience working with thousands of private clients now for almost a decade is that most people are just physically and mentally spent at about the 30-day mark. And the body chemically and hormonally will have adapted to your calorie deficit and the amount of energy and effort that you're expending. So your body's always going to try to slow down how many calories it's burning to match how many calories you're eating. Now, since our main goal is not just to lose weight, but to actually hold a normal weight, beating people physically and mentally into the ground after months, years, or decades of a sedentary or standard American lifestyle is usually a recipe for failure. Instead, in my programs, we hit it hard for 30 days, We get accelerated weight loss of potentially three to seven pounds a week, and then we immediately teach the body to hold the weight loss while you go back to eating two to 3,000 calories a day, including restaurant and fast food. Doesn't that sound more manageable? I think so, and my private clients agree. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and listen to other episodes wherever you get your podcast fix on, and I will catch you next time. Bye-bye, butterflies. Butterflies.